your trusted source for local breaking news and what to make of it all. It's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Now, if I asked you a question, if you uh, if your house was on fire, you'd really expect someone to be there pretty quick, wouldn't you? A bit like your ambulance. If there's an emergency, you'd like to see them fairly quickly. Well, we've got some issues up here in uh, in Newcastle and the Hunter at the moment, and it's uh, it's the practice of tolling, which means that stations can be closed for a certain period of time. There's 56 stations in New South Wales which are on the tolling list at the moment. Several of these are in the Hunter, including right next door to us in Carrington and in Merriweather. Now, that would be interesting, wouldn't it, if we got a, a second Wickham Wool store fire or if we had a major is- incident here in Newcastle on the Hunter. What does that mean? The man who broke this story on Facebook yesterday is Tim Crackenthorpe, and he joins me on the line now. Good morning, Tim. Yeah, good morning, Tracy. Now, this is quite disturbing, isn't it? The fact that we have two fire stations here in Newcastle. It's not like they're small ones. They're, it's Cooks Hill, you know, the Carrington and Merriweather stations. They're not tiny. They look after a fairly decent amount of, uh, of homes. What do we know about this tolling practice? Well, basically, it's a way that the government saves money. If they have a, a minimal staffing um, uh, point, say it's four, and if they get less than four, well, they shut down the station and they put on a series of, um, of stations on the list and it looks like, yes, they've just expanded that list to include Carrington and Merriweather. So instead of putting more money into it to make sure we get the staff, they're saying, well, we're not going to put more money into it, we'll just shut down the station. So that is really, really a bad outcome. I mean, these are the frontline workers who, you know, who, who save lives and save property. Now, obviously, you know, it would make sense that if somebody's off sick, then you bring in someone else who's, who's not working today, you give overtime shifts, you've obviously got people on sick leave. So what you're telling us, Tim, is that they're not replaced, that the, the station is just shut down because it doesn't have the minimum staff. Well, that's right, Tracy, and that's simply not good enough. No, I mean, it's not. The government, yeah, should be absolutely putting the money into frontline services. You know, we've all heard from the nurses and the teachers and, you know, fire is there another group that, uh, yeah, they're on the front line helping people, saving lives. And, you know, they need to be be paid and remunerated and make sure that, you know, we've actually got them there. Because as you said in the introduction, the last thing we want is another uh, Wickham uh, fire. And uh, there are plenty of places around with lots of asbestos on the roof. So it's, yeah, we've learned some big lessons there. So what is the solution, Tim? I know that you're, uh, you're delivering a notice of motion in Parliament. What, uh, what is the latest? Where can we, uh, how can we make this change? It, it's just unacceptable. It's totally unacceptable. I mean, I've put this notice of motion up, which means yeah, this hopefully will come up for debate in the past that the Minister is obliged to come down to debate the issue and, you know, it puts it front and centre and we can really get some good media out of that. Um, you know, Gia Dib, our Shadow Minister, he's also brought this to the attention uh, of Parliament. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully we can get it on the floor and we can, you know, get it out into the public arena and get some debate on the issue. So I'm very, very appreciative to be able to talk today to get this information out to the general public. It affects Newcastle very detrimentally. It really seems as though there is a concerted hit on our emergency services at the moment. You know, our paramedics are, they're just so overworked. Our ambulance workers have got some serious issues. We now know that our fire stations are, are having to close because of uh, not able to 
use overtime, there is a concerted effort on our emergency services to uh, to cut the services provided. There is, and it's it's just not good enough. I mean, these emergency workers save lives, they save property, and this is where the focus should be for the government. It's quite unbelievable that they're you know, not putting the money in where it's needed to save lives and property. I mean, the cost of the Wickham fire with the asbestos cleanup would be yeah, it would be in the millions. And you know, for the sake of paying people uh, quite a lot less than that amount of money, you'd save a lot more in the long run. So it's very, very short-sighted. It really is, and I, I can't believe that we've become a state where you can't get an ambulance or a, or a fire truck to uh, to your home. I just, I can't believe that that's the day and age we live in in 2022. It's just, it's far from acceptable. Now, Tim, just very, very quickly, I know that the uh, that you're very, very supportive of the voluntary assisted dying bill. Now, it is before the uh, the upper house today. There's more than a hundred amendments that have been put forward. They've only got until midnight tonight to debate it. What do you think will happen? Well, you know, this is an old trick that all the people opposing legislation do is they put up so many amendments, they try and clog up the system, so to speak, and have them debated one by one. What we'll be looking to do is have those amendments chunked up into groups that are amenable to those putting it forward and uh, the other side debating it. I mean, that's the best outcome. Mm. Uh, Hopefully we can do that so it does get finished up tonight, uh, you know, there's a fair way to play it. If you don't have the numbers in Parliament, well, you know, accept, accept the umpire's decision. Mm. Don't try and drag it out and out and out and out so you get to a point where, you know, you're running out of time. I mean, we're the last state in Australia to do this. We really need to just close close the chapter and get it done. We really do. And uh, I'm not surprised that uh, Reverend Fred Nile has uh, more than 30 amendments that he wants uh, wants put forward. Unbelievable. Best of luck with it all, Tim, and uh, best of Thanks, luck Joe. with the Fireys fight. Uh, we certainly need that one. We do. Thank you for your time. Thank you. That is Tim Crackenthorpe, who is the uh, MP for Newcastle. And, uh, yeah, can you believe that? Not only are our ambulances not getting to us, now our fire is. Better hope you don't need an ambulance or a fire engine anytime soon. You'll be Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines. What it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from 9 on Newcastle Live.